This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquis Vandemark, coming to you from the Midwest. Man, it's raining like cats and dogs today. We've got cloud cover, rain coming down pretty good. It's April 21st, 2022. Thanks for joining us. This is Day's News You Can Use, our top five headlines for today. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast channel, you can go to AffirmAmerica.com, put in your email address, we'll send out a notice once a new episode releases. You can reach me at uh, Marquis at AffirmAmerica.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-I-S at AffirmAmerica.com. Thanks for joining us today. All right, let's get to it. The top five headlines. Number five, Germany will halt Russian oil imports by 2023. So while uh, Russian profits until then, National Review says that uh, Germany announced Wednesday that it plans to end oil imports from Russia by the end of the year and will then begin phasing out Russian gas imports, charting a path to energy independence from Moscow. So that's good news. We like to hear that. If the Germans would just have purchased uh, our oil and gas during the Trump administration, we wouldn't be in this problem that we have right now. So I think the Germans are finally waking up, realizing that they don't want to be kowtowing to Putin. The U.S. has already banned Russian oil imports, and the U.K. plans to phase them out by the end of the year. But EU countries are more heavily dependent on Russian energy, with Germany currently buying around 25% of its oil and 40% of its gas from Russia. We've got huge Huge supplies of natural gas. For 300 years, we could be supporting the world with all of our reserves. We have more gas and oil in the U.S. than all the Middle East. And it's just the radical leftists, environmentalists, climate people that think that we should not produce our own oil, but just buy it from other countries that are dictators. Well, that doesn't make any sense because we still need energy, and until there can be some sustainable, non-pollutant energy sources, why would you not produce your own oil and gas? It's typical of the radical leftists. They're not strategic. They don't have common sense. They just have an idea. Glad they're waking up, and I hope Germany advances and quickly changes direction on where they get their energy sources. All right, number four. I saw this on uh, Tucker last night, and it was uh, pretty shocking. Feminist activists slam New Jersey prison after biological male impregnates two women. So if it doesn't get crazy enough with the transgender issues, well, it just got crazier. A woman's rights activist appeared in an interview on Tucker Carlson tonight on Tuesday where she slammed a woman's prison in New Jersey that houses several biological male transgender inmates. 
one of which impregnated two female inmates. The post-millennial Kara Dansky joins Tucker Carlson to talk about how two female inmates became pregnant after New Jersey admitted biological males to a woman's prison. So this is what you get when you have these multiple gender identities that don't make any sense. Anybody with any common sense would know these, these are rarities. These are more psychological problems. You're born either a male or a female. You can deny that in your mind. You can cut things off. You can take hormone therapies. You can get psychological counseling that affirms that you believe what you believe. Then you come up with and end up with situations like this, where men are housed with women in a prison and at the same time impregnating female inmates at the same time. That's how absurd this transgender issue is. All right, number three, and this is in line with what we just talked about. Governor DeSantis again at it. Florida revises guidelines on gender transition, no longer recommended for minors. DeSantis just picked the next fight. Washington Free Beacon, this is uh, the Sunshine State, on Wednesday realized health guidelines that dispute the Department of Health and Human Services declaration last month that gender-affirming treatments, including pubic blockers, hormone therapy, and sex reassignment surgery are crucial for the well-being of transgender children. The Florida Department of Health says the latest medical research undermines the Biden's administration claims about the practices, calling into question the motives of the federal HHS. National Review reports every American needs to know what Washington is doing. It's using taxpayer money and unaccountable regulation to embed critical race theory and anti-racism into every level of health care. The Secretary of Health and Human Services, Xavier Becerra, recently made this clear when he declared that health equity pervades everything his department does. In making this declaration, he was following the lead of the president he serves. It sounds nice, but Ensuring health equity requires taking a divisive and discriminatory approach to treating patients and providing care. The Florida Health Department systematic reviews on hormonal treatment for young people show a trend of low-quality evidence, small sample sizes, and medium to high risk of bias. A paper published in the International Review of Psychiatry states that 80% of those seeking clinical care will lose their, des their desire to identify with the non-birth sex. So again, it makes your head spin. I mean, it's just absolutely insane how this radical wokeism, transgenderism, whatever you want to call it, has permeated from the top down through the HHS. Kudos for Governor DeSantis pushing back again, not only on Disney, but now pushing back with the HHS's guidelines. All right, number two, fentanyl surge at the border quadrupled since 2019. 
In fiscal year 2019, about 2,800 pounds of fentanyl was seized at the border. The following year, that figure capped out at 4,800 pounds of fentanyl seized. By fiscal year 2021, which represents most of Biden's first year in office, fentanyl seizures skyrocketed to about 11,200 pounds. Already in fiscal year 2022, that began October 1st of 2021, about 5,300 pounds of fentanyl have been seized at the border. The figures indicate that fentanyl seizures under Biden last year alone have quadrupled since fiscal year 2019 when Trump was in office. From the Daily Star, a Border Patrol dog has found enough fentanyl to kill 2.7 million people during a routine search at a checkpoint in Arizona. The bus came after the drug-sniffing pooch uncovered three packages of fentanyl weighing 12 pounds with the weighty collection seized from the I-19 checkpoint, U.S. Border Patrol officials have said. So this is the result of continued open border policies by the Biden administration. This is why we need to close the border. We cannot continue this open border. Anybody can come across policy. I want you to call your senator's offices. If you haven't done so already, you can call multiple times too. The number there at the national switchboard is 202-224-3121. Again, that number is 202-224-3121. When you call, you'll get a either a live person or an automated system. They'll just ask you what state. You tell them the state, and then they'll put you in an automated system where you can leave a voicemail message with either a Democratic representative or a Republican. you got about three minutes to voice your opinion. I recommend everybody to do that, to put heat on the administration to close the borders. We cannot have fentanyl coming across our border and killing our young people. We had over 100,000 deaths from fentanyl overdoses last year. And it's going to continue with the numbers that we're seeing right now with what's going on. So please take them a minute out of your day to give your representative a call and voice your opinion. It's the best that we can do under the current circumstances. All right, number one. IMF warns inflation will cause further energy price spikes. The International Monetary Fund is warning people around the world that the worst is yet to come for inflation and energy prices. Sky News, the world must embrace itself for an economic slowdown. A burst in inflation and potential wave of social unrest as energy and food prices rise to intolerable levels. The IMF as warned from Breitbart. The IMF is far from the first international organization warning about the rising price of food as a result of global supply shortages. With the UN group head even going so far as saying last month that a hell on earth migrant crisis could emerge out of the third world 
if more funds are not provided to aid agencies. However, it is not just the global south that is likely to see problems with its food supply with a lack of fertilizers sourced from Ukraine and Russia, meaning that crop yields in the West could theoretically collapse by up to one half. So this could be a uh, serious problem. We have never seen food shortages like we saw during the opening days of the COVID virus. If you recall, going into your grocery stores, not being able to find toilet paper, a lot of meats were missing, a lot of empty shelves, right? And that, that was uh, unnerving, actually. It was very difficult for a lot of people that are used to going into grocery stores and being able to pretty much pick and choose whatever they need to shop for. And it was, it was uh, something we'd never seen before. But it quickly recovered, actually. We didn't last for that long, but it was very uncomfortable. But this is going to be a little bit more maybe long-term, and this could put potentially be more catastrophic. So you want to prepare yourself as soon as you can. You want to be able to probably stockpile some food, goods. We're getting into the uh, summer months, so... Uh, gardening and things like that. So it's important that we uh, prepare ourselves as we look at the situation that we have in front of us. There are some things that we can do to be proactive. One thing we can do is we can stockpile goods that are available right now, dry goods like rice and things like that. You can also go to masterpatriot.com and check out some of the items that they have that they offer there, ways in which you can preserve foods and goods and be able to prepare yourself when uh, things do get short and not have to rely on just the local grocery store. So hopefully it won't be that bad of a situation, but it's always better to be safe than sorry. So let us prepare ourselves. Go check out masterpatriot.com and see what they're offering to help in some of those areas of concern for all Americans. All right, that's your top five news stories for today. I hope you are having a wonderful Thursday on this April 21st, 2022. God bless you, and we'll see you again tomorrow for day's news that you can use. I'm Marcus Vandermark, your host for today on the Affirm America podcast. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.